<laughs> I just saw it like 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 you and I were both there, and we dropped down, and and I was making the turn. I came up right behind you, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> this is Alex Sturgeon with the Hobbytown Hobbyplex manager and race director for the off-road track and with me as always will brinton and uh we're here for the hobbyplex show podcast where we talk about mostly stuff hobbyplex related but uh every once in a while we get into something beyond that yeah sure yeah this show brought to you by pivot lending group you can find them at pivotlending.com and if you mention our show uh after you contact either don zoller or aiden olson's dad you can get yourself a uh, 0.125 off your interest rate or 500 lender credit 0.125, isn't it? Or is it 0.125? 0.125. Yeah, it's 0.125. Anyways. Eighth um, of a percent. Yeah. And uh, they've uh, they've helped us bring this to you mostly weekly, which is uh, one thing I want to bring up. This is a Hobbyplex show breaking news announcement. Uh, so we kind of decided last, I kind of decided last week after conferring with Will here, that uh, I have a manager's meeting the first Monday of every month, usually. And what that consists of is being at the Plex in a meeting for like sometimes four hours and it starts at noon. So basically my Mondays are my day off usually, right? And so then that day specifically ends up being like noon to four sometimes. And then I got to go home and I get to chill for an hour and then I got to turn around and come down here. And, uh, um, and then this takes, you know, a couple hours usually by the time I get home. So, um, so that Monday is pretty much shot. So what we're going to do is, uh, usually the first Monday of every month, we're not going to do a podcast. We're just going to take that night off. Oh, all right. That way, cool, man. Yeah. That way, um, if I have, I have the manager's meeting thing, then I can, I, the rest of the night I can go do something, fish or ride my bike or whatever, or just chill. Yeah. You know, but, uh, anyways, so there will only be, uh, yeah, that one Monday a month, unless sometimes the way the schedule works out, like last week, um, the first Monday of the month, I was doing a big track build and I didn't want to uh, uh, delay that as much as possible. So I requested that we have the next week be the yeah. manager's meeting. And that's kind of why we, uh, that's why we weren't on last week. So, um, so that's a little scheduling announcement just to kind of prioritize some things and make, make Will and I's lives a little easier sometimes. Yeah. Mark your calendars. Yeah. Mark your calendars. First month, first Monday of every month, probably no podcast. Yeah. Probably not. News to me. I just found out about it. Oh, really? Like you guys. I thought I texted yeah, you, you that. You didn't text me oh, that. Oh, crap. Okay. Well, well, now you know that uh, first Monday of the month, I really don't want to do a podcast. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I'm okay with it. What if I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I got like really mad. <laughs> What are what? we doing here? You didn't discuss it with me. I thought I did. I could have swore I texted you or you talked. Said, to you. you said maybe I don't know. You said something like I do this last week or I don't know. My me at work. It's just been one long fever dream, honestly. Oh, uh, just just a blur. Anyway, uh, yeah. If you told me, hey, I'm sorry, but I don't think you. Did. No, it's fine. It's fine. At least you're busy. No. Oh yeah. I I, I worked uh, another. What was it? Six hours on Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Or six hours on Saturday. I, I got there at like six. 
Saturday morning after not getting home from Hobby Town uh, until oh I think Friday. I got, I got home. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I got home at uh, stroke of one, maybe. That's like the good old Something days, like that. Yeah, man. Except I, I would just like stay at your house or something. We yeah. practice on yeah. Saturday. Get your nice big AE t-shirt on. Yeah, it's vintage. I'm uh, proud of uh, Emerson. He's been wearing his associated shirt to, or uh, uh, hoodie to school. Oh, really? That's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, this is new old stock. I got it at, uh, I got this shirt at, what was it? This hobby shop in, uh, when in South or uh, South Dakota that we, I went to that one time I found this shirt there. I was like, Oh, I've seen one of those in years. I'm going to buy it. And it was new on the rack. Hmm. So it'd probably been there for 10 years. I don't like ordering shirts specifically for that reason. Why? Why? Hardly what? anybody oh. buys them. Yeah. And then, and then you end up with, with, uh, they come out with a new shirt and then you end up with the old shirts. And mm-hmm. when most of the time, all of our shirts get given to us for giveaways. Yeah. You know, that's why I don't order hats or anything either anymore. I used to, but they just end up sitting around. Nobody buys them. Yeah. You know, usually like guys, guys that aren't like sponsored, they, they kind of hold out for the free hat. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, all right, hang on. I'm thirsty. I'm going to open this up. Okay. Hi, thirsty. I'm dad. <laughs> hey, pass me a kickstart. I risked my life to get to the QT at uh, um, Industrial Road or Saddle Creek and uh, Harrison today. Oh, wow. Because you got to drive like it's I get I start driving at 530, which is in the middle of rush hour and I'm going the wrong way, but it's still very, very busy. And people are driving like morons today. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. I almost got hit like four times. Then there's this guy in this in this uh, Ford Explorer that was just right in his brakes the whole way down Industrial Road where it curves into Saddle Creek. Oh, and he was awful. stacking up the whole thing because he was too scared to go around this truck that was next to him or something like that. Yeah. <sighs> this is the worst. What are we going to talk about today? There's uh, We skipped a week, so um, we had the Enduro last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had uh, Friday Night Racing. Uh, good, good turnouts two weeks in a row, uh, more than 50 entries. And then we had uh, Carpet Racing um, Saturday with a with a great turnout um uh, for hmm. our first one on the carpet i was happy really happy and then we had a crawling event at the plex uh that night and then we had the um omahawks auction on sunday so we had an extremely busy couple weeks again yeah. it just it just never seems to end and then there's some new releases we got the the scx6 that big behemoth uh six scale rock crawler Oh really? It's sitting at the Plex right now. Um, they That's basically cool. they basically sent them out so people could fondle them at their hobby shop, Ooh. and then put in a pre order. They're eleven hundred dollars. What? One thousand ninety nine dollars plus tax. Wow. Yeah. It's a pretty nice toy. It's really heavy. 
Do they race those? Do they race electric? Is it even something you'd race, or what nope. would you do with it? Do it's, you play it's, with it? It's just one of those. It's one of those trucks, or via, it's one of those RC cars that doesn't really fit into any sort of already established category. How much is the Max? The Max, like yeah. the X Max? No, isn't there like a Max? The Trax- Traxxas Max is five forty nine now. It went up a little bit. So somebody could literally come in and say they want a Trax Max, and you would know what they're talking about. Kind of. But like, I thought there was another. Oh, the X Max. Yeah, the, the X Max is the big one. How much is that one? Nine ninety nine. Oh. They so it's kind of long. Is it long? Is it fast? Uh, yes. The X Max is fast. The the SC. No, the, the, no it's a crawler. The, it's got a brushless oh, system a, in it. Okay. It's it basically they took they took an SCX ten three. It literally looks like they just scaled it up, except huh. that it doesn't have a dick, but it does have a two speed. So you crawl with it, huh? Yeah. So there's a video of a guy. So I'm, I've been meaning to do a video on it, but honestly, time has been terrible. Um, I had Sunday and Monday off, and uh, um, we actually got it on Friday. And Friday, I had to set up the carpet track. So I had no chance of putting a video up. So mm-hmm. I kind of missed out on that, um, which I feel bad. But we couldn't drive it anyways. It's not ours to, to drive. It's, it's actually one that we're going to sell once they mm-hmm. become widely available. Um, there's a certain date that you can't sell stuff before or whatever. So... Um, Anyways, uh, but I I did watch a few videos. There's a, there's a video of a guy literally writing it. What? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Was he a big guy? Uh, kind of normal, kind of kind of my size, I guess. Like I could write it. Kind of dad bod size. So, interesting. So, uh, but uh, um, but yeah, we have it. I fondled it. I, I, that's about as far as I got before I had other stuff to do other obligations. So, um, I might still be able to do like a, I'm not going to do an unboxing video since it's already out of the box, but we might just take a look at it, but there's already, you know, there's already a whole bunch of videos out there now. So <sighs> kind of feel like I missed out on that one. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, we got in the RB 10. You know what that is? No, that is the ready to run very B five ish, uh, team, oh, so- team associated car. Yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, rear motor. Uh, oh, didn't Dustin Evans do a thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, d- yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Dustin Evans did a thing where he where he drove it in the stock class at Moore RC. That's right. Yeah. So I'm actually pretty excited about that car. Yeah. So we've had the SR10, which honestly didn't sell very well because we ordered a bunch of them, but it was at the end of our dirt oval season. So it, okay. for us, it kind of missed... The timing wasn't correct. So we ended up with like five or six of them. We've actually marked them down and uh, have sold, I think now three of them or whatever. So we still have a couple left. But, um, and then there was the, of course, the DR10. And uh, of course, we, you know, sold tons of those. But now we've got this RB10. And I think, I think once, uh, once, once the first person buys that and takes it to Family Friday Off Road or something, and, uh, They'll, I think, I think they'll, that'll be a good car f- for people to enter into plex spec racing. Yeah. But, but they could also jump out of plex spec and I bet you it'd be a pretty good independent buggy car. Right. I mean, if you look at it, it uses the regular B6 ball studs, ball cups. 
Yeah. And it's, of course, it's got the DR10 uh, RB10 arm, so it has its own arms. But again, it's, it, it, if you look at it, it's very similar to, an, to a regular V5, um, except the chassis is different because it can take a long pack instead of that big side pack. Remember when the B5 came out? Even though it was rear motor, it had the the space for the the big square pack. Yeah, it was the the big square battery that Associated came out with. It was pretty much a, a saddle pack all in one. Yeah. So you didn't have to use the jumper. Yeah. And uh, you it came with you could use it with that battery with no foam, or you could put this foam insert in it and hold down a shorty, shorty pack. pack. Yep. yep. So this chassis. So the front end and the rear end look very B5-ish, and then the chassis itself now has um, the spots for a long pack or a shorty pack that you could put, you could move around, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So that'd be a pretty cool enduro car, if you ask yeah. me. I, it, it's almost like it came out two weeks too late for me. I, I, I would have bought one. <laughs> I would have bought one and ran it in the enduro. Yeah. Just because so, just I could use long batteries. So. I had a B5 all ready to go for an Enduro. Yeah? Yeah. At one time. Oh. A um, simpler time. I bought a 22 uh, 2.0 mid-motor to use in the Enduro, then I changed my mind. Um, because yeah. I changed my mind because after looking at it, uh, both cars that I had had the slider rack steering. Mm-hmm. And those used to break all the time. Yeah, that or they just wear out really bad. And we don't have any parts for that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I use that car and we break a steering rack, we're done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. So I just ended up using my my B6. Didn't another like aftermarket company make an aluminum one? Yeah. Yeah, there were some aluminum ones out there. Even, even uh, Associated had, or not Associated, good Lord. Even Losi had ones. That were aluminum. Yeah. So there you go. There's some new products at the Plex. Uh, what else did we get in? We got in these things called goat guns. I saw that today. Yeah. So we actually have enough stuff now that I should probably do a What's New Wednesday on Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. we've gotten in a, quite a bit of new stuff. There's a bunch of new drag racing stuff that we have on the shelf. Um, the RB10, the SC6, uh, those are all new. Um, the goat guns. Uh, we got a whole bunch of new toys, a whole bunch of new Bandai. Um, dude, I so I got to tell you, I'm actually thinking about making a commercial. Yeah. And then, and then you put over Omaha and then having that as our, uh, um, like Facebook campaign this year. Okay. Because so, you know how everybody's worried about supply issues and stuff and it's a legitimate thing. You need to make it like the cheesiest damn commercial that it's ever been. I know. Like you come like, like, uh, like on in on a ship, like like (laughs) green screen ship, and not like not like a shipping container. No, no, no. Like a pirate ship with the mermaid on the front of it, and you're on the you're on the (laughs) you're on the you're on like the the you're like Leonardo DiCaprio style on the front of it, but you're like in a pirate outfit with like one eye patch. And you're like, yar, we don't worry about supply issues. I've squandered a ton of booty. And, <laughs> and, and <laughs> it's like super ridiculous. 
That's actually a really good idea. Damn it. <laughs> Nobby's is closing. I wonder I wonder if they still have pirate stuff there. Yeah, dude. You should totally do that. That would be funny. I could be like a like a actual pirate that you beat up. Yeah. Like a modern day pirate. Yeah. That'd be sweet. But uh, for gosh. That or is I could good. I could like walk the plank and you'd be like Walk the plank, or make make high prices and supply chain issues. Walk the plank, and, <laughs> and I'm wearing like I'm wearing like an Amazon shirt, and I'm like ah! <laughs> Gosh, that's a really good idea. Dang, I, pay attention, folks. That might be happening within the next few weeks. <laughs> I'll have to look into it. I'll have to go see if, what I can find for uh for like pirate costumes or something. That or I've always wanted to do a mayor of Hobbytown commercial. Nobody has has bought that mascot from me or taken it and ran with it, and made it something. You know, you could do like, "Won't you take me to Hobbytown?" And like, you'd be the mayor of Hobbytown with like a like a big like Mayor McCheese style like like a- outfit. I was wanted. I was wanted to do that. I was thought it'd be hilarious. I should be in advertising. I really should. John Ha says he's got a he's got a uh, eye patch. He can loan me. That's pretty Ooh. funny. Neat. I can see that. Anyways, uh, for those of you out there in, in internet land that'll watch this now or watching it later, um, dude, the supply thing is a legitimate deal. Like, there's stuff now that's not sh- that. I look at the dates on when it's expected. And mm-hmm. it's not until like March. Oh, wow. I mean, it's six months out. So uh, the cool thing is, is just like last year, uh, there was kind of this, not, I, w- I don't want to call it panic, but but there was this worry that, that we weren't going to be able to get stuff for Christmas. So we ordered, we ordered for Christmas stuff in like April. Mm-hmm. And just and just kept it, which is a big no no in retail. You're not supposed to have that much inventory lying around all the time. But yeah. but if you walk into the Plex, you would you would be hard pressed to find um, any of the big stuff that we're actually out of because we've yeah. we've ordered so much of it and back ordered so much of it and and all that. So the only thing that I see that might become a problem right now is still consumables. It's like uh, like carpet tires, for instance. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about that. So I've been going on and just trying to find whatever I can to get it in the store, so we have it. We're so we've been so stocked up on stuff, worrying about not having product for Christmas that we we basically have been ready for Christmas since say August. That's a good thing, and I want to I want to exploit that. I want to I want to take pictures and video and just show you know the world of or at least you know our retail Omaha area that, Hey, you know, Hey, you can't find your, what you can't find stuff or you don't know what to get your, so you don't get other come to us. We got lots of stuff. Yeah. So that'd be sweet. It, it is going to be sweet. Um, but like a pirate, like a pirate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to, dude, that's, that'd dude be, I'm telling you, that'd be really funny. Dude, that, that video would go like viral, like in, in hot, in the hobby industry. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be pretty. We'll have to figure it out because uh, we can use my good camera, and I can I can edit it all together now that I know how to do all that stuff. Yeah, I'm sure Margie'd help you. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just the idea man. I don't, yeah. I'm not do, I'm not doing any work. No, I, <laughs> I could come, I could come up and help maybe. I got ideas but I don't want to do any of it. You want to talk about the enduro? Yeah, that, you, that you, you, you weren't in? Oh, uh you went just camp- real quick. You went camping. All, all, yeah. All you gas truck guys, all you gas truck mother truckers, um I I can't show it like a lot, but like this is a pipe that I am going to be pipe and manifold. I'm going to be testing, uh, for Chad. So like I couldn't do any up, up close and personal. So I keep it moving in front of the and camera. Chad, but, for those of you guys that don't know, ignite, ignite, uh, RC, right? Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so there's that one. And then I got, I got this one, the, the test. I have two, two pipes, both are different, same manifold, the test. Um, so so be be like thinking about that eventually here, um, like because there wasn't there wasn't like a I mean there's kind of a problem with the old manifold like they would split on that weld. I was gonna say wasn't um, didn't, so, uh, didn't Wade break one? Yeah, Wade and Jason both their theirs both broke. But oh. um, I think that they're God the dogs God um, the you. There's some that have broken, some that didn't. It, I, I don't really, I can't really speak. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really know what, what the, That's if fine. there was a huge issue or whatever. But, um, so Chad's work, or Chad at Ignite RC is working on a solution, another pipe, um, and manifold setup that's going to be better. Nice. So that'll be cool. Nice. Well, but yeah, let's talk, let's I, talk about the Enduro. Well, first off, sorry, I want to, I want to include that in the what's new. Yeah. Since you, uh, since you brought that up, I mean, what, what's the word, what's the ground? Have you heard anything about the turnout for the techno series? I mean, are we actually going to get some guys to come up from the South to, to race that? Or are we kind of stuck with what we got? Chad said he's going to race every round as long as it isn't like frozen. Yeah. I, mean, I can hear that. Yeah. He said he was going to race every round. Taking well, the dog that's screaming downstairs with me. Okay. Um, yeah, and it sa- sounds like he's coming for sure, and I'm sure he'll bring guys. And there's guys that race the the winter series that run eight scale anyway. Yeah. That are gonna that have them are gonna race. So that's good. I think that if we get ten trucks, I just want a full heat. Eight to ten trucks would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Seven, even seven to ten trucks would be fine. Yeah, you know, no, no, uh, volunteer corner marshaling required. Right. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. To hold the show up. Yeah. So, you guys that want want to have a truck be successful, and you're all down and want to do it, you got to participate. It's a big deal. Um. All right, let's uh, let's get caught up. So we had our uh, one thousand lap enduro uh, two weeks ago now, and uh, I was kind of disappointed. There's only three teams. I think that's yeah. the least amount of teams we had uh, going into it. I, I I thought for sure with the summer that we had that we'd have, you know, we'd have more than that. It's kind of like just a way to kind of just you know end our tenth scale indoor dirt season, I guess you know. Yeah. Wear wear your car out right before the winter. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But I mean it started off, so the race started off actually there was uh three teams. There was uh Talking Fish RC, which consisted of me, 
uh, Emerson Sturgeon and uh, Garrett Paul. And, uh, and then you had um, the other two teams, and I got to remember their names. And I'm trying to get my phone to let me in there. Um, gosh darn it. I can't remember the other two names real quick. I'm going to have to go in there and, and uh, get it right now. Team Alan Parsons project. <laughs> that actually be really funny. Ah, uh, man, nobody used that name. I'm gonna use that name for something at some point. Is Andy Alan. is Andy Barrett on here? What what was TJ's team name? I forget. I can find it. Hobby. <laughs> we, we like make him give a give us five dollars to tell us their team yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> We like ask them questions. Make them oh, that's stuff. right. It was uh, Team Bert. That was uh, that was Logan Prismanis, um, TJ Williams. The web, the web row. Cole, Cole Web, and I thought there was one more. Anyways. No. Yeah, that'd be funny. Bert and Ernie. And then the other one was Team Cup and Share. So it was Cupkey oh. and uh, Steve Wall. Uh, um, Cupkey's girlfriend, which I can't remember her name. Haley. And Haley. There you go. Haley, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and uh, I, I think it's so funny when, when they walk in, I'm like, oh, hey, Haley, how you doing? Oh, hey, Cody. <laughs> 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 yeah. anyway anyway and then uh (laughs) they had a fourth as well and i can't remember who that was now boy it's like it's like i'm uh it's like i'm the president i can't (laughs) i I can't think of anything like it just it just goes away you're like hey come on man come on man let's go get some ice cream Oh, there. Uh, okay. Um, so what happened? Uh, oh, Bender. That's right. Daniel Bender. He was on that team too. Uh, so what happened was, and I'll try to summarize this very quickly because we got more stuff to talk about. But uh, yeah, basically Team Burt. So Logan ran his mod four-wheel drive 22X4. Not turned down. Nothing. So his car was way faster than than any than the other two. Steve ran his mini truggy, also not turned down. And then I ran my uh, B6.3 um, with a 6.5 left in it because I couldn't get the stupid screw out. I stripped it. So <laughs> That's I, I like just, the most unprepared enduro dude, ever. It sucks. <laughs> so I was going to have I was going to have a uh, I was going to have a 13.5 geared conservatively and then also turned down just enough. I just wanted to make that triple in front. And call it good. So I just did that with the six five instead. And to be honest with you, that was probably better because it had yeah. a little bit more oomph. Mm-hmm. But we had tons of runtime. So Logan, uh, he lapped me. I was running second. He lapped me before his battery died. So mm-hmm. their first battery changed. I got to lap back, and then I ran for probably another ten minutes. And so it, it basically they were faster than I was, but they had to do two battery changes for every one battery change that we had to make. Maybe it was even three. 
because we were pushing, you know, 25 minutes or so. So, um, so I got lapped right away, but then the battery died and then they changed out. So then I've, I, that's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, all right, right now it's a race between team uh, talking fish and team Bert because they've got a faster car as long as they keep it together and don't break it. Well, they broke it. They broke a bulkhead on it like 30 minutes in the world's hardest part to fix on that. Yeah. And so it took, I think it took them a good 20, 25 minutes to fix that. And so, and then right around the same time, uh, Steve Wall's truck broke too. And I don't exactly remember what happened to it either, but, but basically they were both out and it was just, it was just Emerson and Garrett driving around with nobody else on the track for a good 20 minutes. And so from that point that we had a, such a huge lead that all we, all we really had to do was make sure that our car didn't break. And, uh, the thing is, is when you do, if you do a thousand laps, you're bound to break something. Everybody breaks something. It's just a matter of how catastrophic and how quickly you can get it fixed. So, um, so eventually what happened was the first thing that happened to our car was the, the, uh, the, the ball stud worked itself out of the plastic steering rack. Mm-hmm. And so I had to replace the steering rack. So I think, th- I think that took 12 minutes. And, uh, so then we, when we went out there, we still had a lead and I think it got cut down to like maybe 10 minutes at that time, at that point. But then they broke again, they broke a rear bulkhead. Oh. And I mean, after that, it was pretty much, again, it was just, okay, well, we, now we just got to take care of our car. And then I think John Haas just said, and I now remember that Steve wall broke like three servos in that mini truggy. What? Yeah. I know he went to two of them for sure. So, uh, so then one of the other things that happened to us was the, uh, again, the ball stud on the front, uh, caster block worked itself out. The nut on the other side came out and it just came loose. Mm-hmm. So I just had to find a nut, put it in there and retighten it. And then the last big break that we had, Emerson was driving and he broke a top plate and an, and an A-arm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I think that took like eight minutes to fix or something like that. So all we had to do is make sure we finished. The pace was actually, um, the pace had started out sub eight hours mm-hmm. and we ended up at eight hours, 30 minutes. Okay. And, uh, that's about right. I thought, I thought a thousand laps usually is about an eight hour race. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where it was. So, uh, we got a thousand laps talking fish RC um, team Bert got second with 838 laps and then, uh, cup and share got 803 laps. And I know that team Bert and team cup and share were actually maybe a lap apart for a majority of this race. It was just that one last break. It must've been something. I don't remember what it was, but, but they were really close. Yeah. So, um, so they were basically running ra- racing for second. Sometimes it'd just be a battery change like one battery change and then it would flip and then the other battery change and it would flip back. So it was yeah. fun. It was fun. I just wish that there was more teams this time, but cause I think the last time we did it two years ago, I think we had seven or eight teams and that was the most we'd ever had. And now we, this one was just three teams. So yeah, hmm, whatever. We all got free. We all got free pizza. Yeah. No, Hey, everybody's a winner, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, the last carpet enduro, the well, yeah, you were on my team that year. Um, remember that? Not really. They all kind of blend. Honestly, they all kind of blend together. With that ten scale uh, pan car. Oh, the pan car one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ran an entire enduro on that car. I ran that car for eight hours. Mm-hmm. 
to practice with it to make sure it was going to live and see what problems we were going to have mm. with it and then bulletproof that thing well i think 10 scale pan cars are pretty efficient and they're they're pretty tough really right no i i wanted to see what issues we could have especially with the scoop body yeah you're protected pretty well and you can just kind of move people out of your way well and, and the car is like designed for a servo saver yeah that's true too but um yeah, because we, because I ran that, I thought I thought we ran a eight uh, five. I think that's what we ran. Yeah, it was pretty fast. And I think, I, and Tim's team ran twenty one five. Yeah, and like he tried to drive our car, and Tim couldn't drive it. He's like, "This just, thing's too fast." I was like, "Dude, I can't drive your car because it's too slow." I, like. <laughs> I just remember that that one because I was being such a huge butthole. I would not wait for a single person because we had the scoop front end on it. We had the scoop yeah. body. So I just I just came up behind people and just scooped them up, moved them out of the way. Yeah. Well, and when we, <laughs> we, we were getting mad. Yeah. Our team was not, uh, we didn't finish at the end, but we had enough because I just ran the whole battery dead because we had a 60 lap lead at the end yeah and it was there was like two minutes left and it's like well they aren't going to make that up so we just didn't finish right like we i think we did run the f- final lap or something like i actually cleaned it like i cleaned the body <laughs> the, like, like uh who's it ferrari would do that yeah like they'd have such a huge lead they come in and clean the car before the last before the last lap <laughs> See now the onroad the onroad crowd does these uh, TTO two enduros where you got to build the car and then you run it or the TTO one truck ones, yeah, you know, and they're only like two hours or four hours or something like that, something short. I mean, the offered one used to be eleven hours, and le- after the last one that was eleven hours, I almost I was like, this is too long. Yeah, well the the uh, the carpet one, the thing that always like bothers me about the tto2 one is that like i ran that one with a team with like bob hamilton's team mm-hmm. and there was other teams that were like changing their motor just to change it oh it's getting soft new new brushed motor yeah i remember that it's like isn't is like shouldn't you have to run the motor in the kit like i could see like do, like if your motor goes bad change it but there should be some kind of penalty for that like you can't you shouldn't just be able to just keep just change motors as much as you want you know yeah anyway yeah yeah i was kind of like what are we doing here yeah you know i always have to work now during those so i don't i don't really even pay attention that much and you're not missing much you know <laughs> um that friday before the enduro we had uh we had 52 um friday night entries um mm-hmm. and uh and then we actually had a pretty good weekend of racing so we did our first tiny tuesday off-road last tuesday and kind of a small turnout we, we had 10 entries which i was expecting a little bit more than that but it's it's uh we'll see what happens tomorrow tomorrow night i think it's something that can grow um on road still kind of low uh we haven't quite got some of those uh, nitro guys to come back in and race on a, on a regular basis yet. Um, but yeah. I actually, I actually raced um, USGT and uh, um, took the win with uh, two mains, the first main and the second main. 
I'm off at seven now on Wednesdays, so I I can actually race my my onward stuff. Okay. And uh, no twelve scale yet though. They didn't have a twelve scale class, but I did practice with mine. Yeah. Wow, it's been a while. That that car's that car's uses a spool. There's no diff. There's no gear diff. No nothing. It's just straight to the axle. Yeah. The last twelve scale I drove had a spool on it. It's uh it's one twitchy little. It's one twitchy little mofo. Yeah. But I think I'm I think I can get used to it. Are you running seventeen five? Yeah. It's fast. Yeah. It's fast. So it's what, it's fast for twelve scale. Well when the grip comes up, you don't even have to lift. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I gotta get used to driving like that. I'm not used to driving like that. The winner is So let's pick up with this uh last Friday. So we had uh we had thirty three entries, so it was down a little bit from the previous week. Um, but we still had a good day. Um, we had, let's get to the main. So we had a B main of e-buggy. Um, we ran that last qualifier and I think there was 11 cars. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> I went into the, I, I talked to Trevor. I'm like, dude, you, you got to give us a B main here. Cause the, there was a couple things that were happening. First, that's a lot of cars, but eight scales. But secondly, there's not that many marshals. And thirdly, like the, the, the skill difference between the top guys and the, and the bottom guys was so great that it was, it was probably no fun for them either. Just having us come and lap them every five or six laps, you know? Yeah, I could see that. So they had to be main. They did two bumps and TJ Williams and Bender, uh, both bumped up mm-hmm. and, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Cause I, they finished nine hundredths of a second apart and they were just ahead of Lance Murray and, um, but I believe it was both their first times running uh, e-buggy. Yeah, they had a really good race. Like I, I was actually like I was I was glad I was marshalling. Yeah, you know, like uh, that was that was actually a really really cool cool race to watch because those two could have crashed because every time that they were like somebody'd break away a little bit, the other one would crash. <laughs> so like they'd both be crashed at the same time. Yeah, and. uh like at any point, like Lance could have came in and won it. Right. Like it, it was really, really uh, fun to watch. So that, so they got to race with us in a main and then uh mini truggy was uh, John Haas and Steve wall. Emerson Sturgeon blew up a speed controller in the second round. Our uh, hobby wing doesn't work and I got to send it in. I don't know. I don't know what happened to it, um, but it basically quit altogether. So, that kind of bums me out. That's another reason why I've told him, I'm like, dude, do you want a new speed controller or do you want an engine? Because I can't afford both right now. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Um, he likes racing mini truggy and I like him racing mini truggy too because it's a little bit less work on my end. Although he can he can do stuff on his own too as far as maintenance and work goes. But yeah, He buys an engine. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. He's got to save up for a car. Oh, he just turned 15. By the way, my son just turned 15 Sunday. Yay! Oh, wow. Yeah, it's 15th birthday. So now we need to get him his uh, learner's permit and uh, he needs to start thinking about getting a car. That'll be cool. Yeah. So we'll. Uh, Do you think he's actually going to work <clears throat> at the Hobbyplex? No. No. Nope. I don't want him okay. to. I don't yeah. want him to for a couple reasons. First off, Oh, the main reason, uh, one one main reason, I'll yell at him. 
mm-hmm. like I I won't like it'd be bad to be honest with you if we both work at the same time and he doesn't do stuff I'm really I'll be upset at him yeah I don't, I don't want him I he needs a he needs a boss that's not me to, right. work, to work under so I don't really want him to work at the Plex mm-hmm. plus then you gotta worry about everybody else thinking that you know I'm, I would give him special treatment or anything like that I'm sure everybody's thinking it plus if some if some douche canoe ever came in and like gave him a hard time, started yelling at him, that that'd be that'd be the day. Like <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, so I just don't I just don't want him working there. He needs a he needs a job that doesn't have me as a as a boss or involved. Thirteen five four wheel drive. Uh you had TJ Williams um taking the win. Diego Quintana was second. Dalton Conrad came up for a Friday night dirt race. And finished third. And then Jake Conrad uh, ended up fourth. And uh, your top three got 15 laps. And Jake got 14. So it was not too not too far apart there. Pretty close. Looks like Dalton led most of that too. Shows TJ only leading the last two laps. So they were pretty close. Looks like there was a B main, a Plex spec. Had Chris Kinzer, Mason uh, McCaugay. Is that right? Angel and uh, Jameson Rezanov and Steve were in the B. I think Steve went home. Um, and then Plexbeck A main had uh, Mario Quintana, Andrew Rash. Emerson Sturgeon was running the, uh, the family slash. <laughs> and he actually, <laughs> so I was trying to do a, a preview video of the carpet track. So I had to turn down Trevor in, on the, on the inside, um, speakers so emerson didn't know that he was up so he actually got out there late and uh still ended up finishing third hmm. um nick uh, petrozak was fourth ben dinger was fifth uh jaden petrozak was sixth and diego quintana was seventh and then we get to our e-buggy the last race of the night so you had um jackson anderson you me then Logan Prismanis, John Haas, Daniel Bender, and TJ Williams making that uh, making that main event. Um, the top three, we finished with 20 laps. Um, you were two behind Jackson, and I was two behind you at the end. Yeah. And, I, uh, oh, I, I've been sitting here threadlocking my car because I had, uh, I, apparently I missed a threadlock on a, my inner rear ball stud. It was after that race. It was only hanging on by like two threads. Really? Uh, yeah. Funny story. My front, my front left steering linkage was also dangling by a thread. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I had a whole bunch of slop, and I was I was going over it on uh, on Saturday morning because um, I don't have a carpet car to race right now. So I was just working on my eight scale, and uh, and I was like, man, I got a lot of slop. And I started looking at stuff, and yeah, I had I had I had it had like that much left on it. Otherwise it would have came off. I got super oh, lucky. Oh man. I got lucky. Got really lucky to finish. So I don't know, man. Jack Jackson's going to get a big head. Cause he's, he's won two weeks in a row. And, uh, yeah. Um, well, he's also been driving his eight scale a lot more than us. Yeah. <laughs> like that was the first time I ran this thing other than, uh, FTR. So, which might as well be the first time I ran you it. You and I so. were pretty close to him at the start, and then I winged you. 
Um, yeah. And it and was I, like I slow motion. In. It was like slow yeah. motion there too. Yeah. Well, uh. like you, you like jumped over my uh, right rear and I tried to throttle out of it and my car just wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if like you're picking my car up off the ground to where it just diffed out. I probably was. It's just like, I was just like, <laughs> I just, I just saw it like, like, like you and I were both there and we dropped down and, and I was making the turn. I came up right behind you and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> and then I, I winged you and turned you and then we lost track of him. And then like you said, you know, we both started to try. I think we both started to track him down a little bit and then you really pulled away there the last maybe five laps. I think for me. Yeah. I started hitting some lines there the last, yeah. Last, cause I changed my car like every run, mm. like, bars shock spraying you know location things like that and just like getting used to driving again like every run but i i can tell you that i i make i made a change to my car that was better than the previous friday Mm -hmm. and then um i looked at the setup sheets i took jared i took tebow's and i took wiggins setup sheets and i put them side by side just to see what they're running and what they're running different and what was different on my car. Mm-hmm. And so I had some camber link positions that were different. And my rear axle height is definitely different than what they're both. They're both running the same rear axle height. So I'm going to change to what they're having. And then I'm, I'm going to try it out uh, the next time we get a chance to race, which is in two weeks. There's no, there's no family Friday off road this week. There is, but I won't be there. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, well, I'm going to be up there. Yeah. So, um, so I have some, I have some changes that I've made again and, uh, I might even do it on the Thursday night after hours. I got my car at home just to, just to have something to do on there. But, uh, but I'll be ready to come back for two weeks. See how that's going. Plus I got my tires today too. Oh yeah. I got my quarterly allotment of, uh, of tires. So sure. That and carpet tires, got my carpet tires too. Yeah. I'm excited. Not really. No, I kind of am. I, I kind of wish I was racing Friday or Saturday. Carpet track was really good. No, oh, it looked cool. It was cool. I wasn't sure about the layout at first. Then I started watching everybody drive it. And I'm like, man, this looks fun. Mm-hmm. Like there was no crazy big jumps or anything. It was just fun. Made for some good racing though, between everybody. Yeah. But uh, we'll get there here in a second. Anything else you want to talk about Friday? No, not really. Not really. Um, what tires did you run? Gold ellipses. Gold ellipses. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even uh, break them in really. I just ran them. Now, on eight scale, you don't really have to do all that, anyways. No. Uh, Jackson was running slicks, and I think that might have had something to do with really some speed. I uh, I'm still running but, dirt, dirt webs, gold dirt webs. Yeah. Because I have. But them. I don't. I don't think. It, I think that they they they're faster initially, but they they'd go away quickly. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think you could get away with it in a 10-minute race. Well, I mean, Emerson was running truck slicks. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot lighter vehicle, though. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, Friday nights, dude, I think Friday nights are going to be really good. I think there's a a small contingent of guys that don't want to race carpet that will be there every Friday. And then there's, it's, it it hopefully kind of turns into an eight-scale night again. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what it was, you know, back, back when we tried to run nitro on Fridays, you know, it was an eight scale night and it's traditionally been an eight scale night. So now that you, I think UI and Jackson and Lance and, 
and Bender and and John and Steve and all those guys have e buggies. I think I think it'll it'll make more. Yeah, I I like uh, running eight scale on Friday nights because the you know hey since you're not running the program uh, maybe not necessarily as much track prep you know gets is done. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not complaining. Everybody's racing on the same track, but you know, when you're racing and running the races, you know, you notice things a little bit more, uh, track needs blown off edges need watered, that kind of thing with eight scale. None of that stuff matters a whole lot. Like I don't care. There can be big old clods, whatever. I don't care. And you know, it makes it so we can run our cars really fast and, go over all the clods that and stuff that the plex spec guys kind of bring out or whatever. And, um, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like it, it really isn't. Well, and, that's, that's kind of what's always been nice about our eight scale season. Um, mm-hmm. so for those of you guys that are watching that, that don't know about the hobby town, hobby plex, the last, uh, how many years have we been doing that this way now since 2012? I think something like that. Yeah. So we're kind of weird. Our, our 10 scale season is in the summer. And our, our eight scale season is in the winter and, uh, it's just sort of, it's just sort of been like that, um, ever since it became apparent that it was going to be like that, which is, I'd say about 2012, we, we tried to run a summer nitro series in 2012 and it just, the turnout was horrible and, uh, you know, it just didn't work. And so Mm -hmm. we switched it to a winter series. And so what's cool is, is our track in the summertime is way more consistent and easier to manage for a 10th scale racing than it is in the winter time. And because we have, um, because we're in the Midwest and you have these big temperature swings, um, and we have to water the track and the track is heated. You get, you get this, uh, this condensation that builds up on the roof because of the way our building is and it drips onto the racetrack. And so if you were to, if we were to run 10 scale, keep running 10 scale in the dirt, I'd say right around October is when that starts pretty much your whole morning is a waste. Yeah. You know, because you got that drip that's got to go away, got to burn off and the tracks horribly inconsistent. And then you would get in a good, maybe second qualifier when the track was just right. And then by the time the main started, the drip started again, and all of a sudden everything's out the window again for the main. And I've tried my best to, um, minimize that. We have these cool, neat gutters that are hanging from chains that, that collect, that collect all the drip and end up going into the, the, uh, the beams and then it drip. And then that comes down and it's kind of out of the way, but there's still some of that roof of ours is so high. I'm scared of height, so I'm not getting up there. And so you still have it. It's just not as, it's not as much as there used to be, but for the eight scale people, that doesn't matter a whole lot. And it works itself out a lot, a lot faster than it would with the 10 scale cars. So that's kind of why we switch. That's why we have our eight scale season starts in October. Cause you can make the track a little bit bigger. You can, you, it doesn't require near as much maintenance, um, for that scene to be happy. And then if there is drip, it kind of, it kind of gets worked out a lot quicker. Right. You know? So, and then you got the carpet. That's why carpet on road for us was so, was such a cool idea because it's carpet the, off-road. It's the same no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. 
you can make a change at 9 a.m. And it, for the most part, it'll be, you know, you'll be able to feel that change at 7 p.m. Right. You know? If anything, your car just gets faster as the grip comes up. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the weird thing. That's why we, uh, that's why we've always had the winter series starting in 2013. And now it's the techno winter series since 2015, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Um, let's talk carpet off-road. So we had a good turnout. We had, uh, 63 entries, um, almost 40 people. And, uh, this was our first carpet club race of the year. And I thought it went really well. Um, I think we were done by seven, seven twenty. We had a whole bunch of lower mains. We had a expert C main, independent C main, and then uh, B mains and everything else. Independent, expert, and thirteen five wheeler. Um, Plex spec. It's pretty cool because all these guys and gals have uh, two wheel drive buggies now. So uh, Jamie Peevler took the TQ and a win in uh, in Plex. And uh, so that's a, that's a TQ point for him. And, uh, he broke in round one. He kind of got whacked into and, uh, uh, and then came back to, to take the TQ in the second heat. And then Carson Sanders got second. And then Ryan, Ryan Nemec, uh, finished third and Isabella McMullen with her new buggy finished fourth. And then Sawyer Haley, uh, finished fifth. But nice. I think his car broke about halfway in, unfortunately. But this was good to see. Um, a lot of these kids have have gotten significantly better since the last time we saw them. Like like Jamie, for instance. I don't think mm-hmm. I've seen him race since last uh, carpet season. Yeah, uh, I don't think he came into any of our uh, summer series. Uh, we had some stadium trucks, and uh, you had um, Jake Poteet. Taking the win, Garrett Paul finished second. TJ Williams got a TQ and a third. So that bonus point's going to give him second place points. That's why you always hang in there. Um, Phil Palmer, uh, he had to leave and come back. Um, so I think he missed a qualifier. Um, finished fourth. And then Kelvin Campe, I uh, hope I got that last name right, finished fifth. And then Wyatt Lenners, uh, so I think something happened to him in warm-up. Either that or they left. Oh, they left. They had something to go. They were going to... Uh, like a haunted house or something like that here in Omaha or in Sioux oh, city wow. or something like that. They had to be, they had to be gone by a certain time. So they left, um, expert a main. Uh, this was a pretty good one. You had, uh, Mike Sanders getting the TQ in a win. He was pressured by about three different drivers. I think it was, uh, I think it would have been John Kinzer and John Baradine really applied some pressure early. Um, and he kept holding him off and holding him off. And finally he kind of pulled away. Uh, John Kinzer ended up getting second. Uh, Jake Poteet was third. John Bairding, uh finished fourth. Garrett Paul was fifth. Corey Tannehill was sixth. Jana Peevler uh, qualified straight in the main, uh, finished seventh. And Phil Palmer finished eighth. And he was one of your bump ups from the B. And actually Garrett Paul was also a bump up from the B and ended up finishing fifth. And I think uh, if I remember right, Garrett, he's, he was our third member of our Enduro and he, uh, um, he'd moved here recently from Eastern Iowa. Okay. So I think, I think he raced at that star hobbies over there in Moline or wherever it is. So. Yeah. He was texting me on Facebook about 
uh, information yeah. and stuff about the track. So that's pretty cool. Nice guy. Yeah, super nice. Um, then you had mod two wheel, and we had uh, seven mods. When I get my Schumacher done, it'll be eight. Um, but you had Ethan Dallaire with a TQ and a win. Um, but I got to say that Caden Baradine is getting pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he raced. My, he was right on Ethan's heels for a majority of this race. And uh, he ended up being a lap down at the end. But for the first, like, <sighs> say, minute, I mean, he was matching Ethan lap to lap. Yeah. So you know, just take uh, cleaning up some of those mistakes, you know? Yeah. So that's really cool because, I mean, the progression from so he won Caden's won Plex spec in 2016 at the Summer Series. And then ever since then, you know, they've, they've kind of been uh, they haven't been around for a couple of years. And then and then the last two years, they've kind of been coming every week. So during these things and uh, to see Caden's progression is really cool. Um, Jackson kind of got smoked. Um, qualified fifth. He ended up finishing third, but he was two laps down to Ethan and one lap down to Caden. Um, David Peevler qualified second, um, finished fourth. Uh, Brian Burnt got that he wasn't going to run carpet and then he won a car at the summer series. So here he is. Um, yeah, his car looked pretty good. Just needs, uh, it, it almost has, it looked like it had too much grip. Like it couldn't, yeah. it couldn't flow through the corners uh, as well. Um, but he finished fifth. Uh, Mitchell Pavel was sixth, and then Adam Pesh, uh, I believe, is their first time here. Um, finished seventh. And then let's see, let's move on. Uh, Thirteen five four wheel drive. You had um, uh, John Bairding from the three spot up to the one, taking the win. Um, followed closely by Mike Sanders, and then David Peevler got third. Um, did get to TQ, so he's got second place points, you know, for the first, uh, first week here. Uh, John Kinzer finished fourth, uh, Nathan Hogan Miller, who I haven't seen him forever. Yeah. Um, he finished fifth. Um, he actually had a pretty decent day. He, he just missed out on making the bump in expert two wheel drive, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm pretty That's cool. Yeah, we'll get to independent buggy here in a minute. And then Adam Pesh finished sixth. Ronnie went. Got the bump, finished seventh, and Derek Myrtle, he broke out. He was doing really good, and uh, he was driving a serpent, um, but he broke out. He was kind of bummed. He he was pretty pretty bummed about that. Yeah, I bet I would be too. Um, <clears throat> mod four wheel drive. There's just three of them, uh, but it was fun to watch. Um, Ethan Delaire actually did not TQ. Caden Bairding did, um, but they flipped uh, for the for the finish. Uh, Ethan got a 12.7 for fast lap. Caden got a 12.8. And then uh, Mitchell Pavel uh, just sort of drove around and got out of the way every couple laps for third. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. Not every couple laps, just one lap. Yeah. And then independent buggy. You had uh, Nate Hogan Miller with a TQ and a win. Um, Bender getting second. And Josh McMullen getting third. And then it was uh, Phil Palmer, TJ Williams, Ronnie Went, Lance Murray, and Adam Pesh. And uh, what's really cool about Independent Buggy for me is just these guys, these are just regular guys. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the guys that just, they like racing RC cars. They don't necessarily have aspirations of, of ever 
making anything more out of it than just something to do. Yeah. For the most part, you know, I mean, somebody like Daniel and TJ, I mean, they're young and, and maybe one day, you know, they could be sponsored somebody and, and get to travel a little bit, but the rest of these mm-hmm. guys, you know, they're just, they're just there to, they're just there to, cause they like it. So, and 21 five is perfect for carpet. Yeah. In that class. Yes. I think so. I, it's a perfect motor. So overall, good day. Um, we have to, uh, um, I'll build, I'm going to put the track up on Thursday so you don't have to do anything. Um, you might have to retape some stuff. Um, cause the, guy, the guys do like to practice on Friday mm-hmm. and then, um, and then Saturday it'll be all yours. Okay. So yeah, I'm running, uh, there's new sheriff in town. I'm running the races on Saturday. Yep. All right. Well, let's take a pivot break and then we'll get to the comments and then we'll get it, get done. Get out of here. And now a word from our sponsors. Yeah. This is a pivot lending update with Dave Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021, and here to give you guys an update on Pivot Lending. Last time we were on the show, we had just opened up our new headquarters. We were located at 470 Kipling in the Littleton, Colorado. Super excited about that. But we have also opened up an office outside of Las Vegas. So we have a new retail office there. And just two weeks ago, opened up an office in Salt Lake City. The office manager in Salt Lake City is Taylor Bills. So we're excited. Taylor's from the area. He's got an interesting past. He played professional baseball. He was a pitcher. He also, uh, I think it was the very first reality show on ABC, like America's Most Beautiful Person. He won it. And so he's really, uh, really great guy. Uh, so we are on the cusp of entering into some really exciting markets in the New England area. So stay tuned and look forward to, to bringing the updates to you guys here probably towards the end of summer. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 77589. What is going on? Like, I, I bet somebody's hit it with a bat just because we keep talk, talking about poop, how it destroyed puke, the bathroom. And now it's broken toilet and somebody backed up the uh, the dirt toilet, which was actually supposed to be closed. So they left me a nice surprise that I had to go clean up, which I haven't done yet. So maybe maybe somebody else took care of it. It's kind of what I'm hoping. It just sort of takes care of itself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to walk in there tomorrow and go, oh, God. Super chat. That house just gave you a $10 uh, super chat. For what? He says, watch out. Sheriff Will is in charge. Aw, thanks, buddy. And uh, which I still got to pay you, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I need need my internet money. Yeah, I, uh, I'm actually on the 21st. I should be getting uh, a YouTube payout. So I should be able to send you something. 
That'd be cool. Did you keep an eye on the uh, the race this weekend, the um, Kinwald Classic? No. It's kind of cool. They had a vintage class. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of neat. I uh, that'd be that'd be something I'd like to try. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not there. Or you no, there. I, can't, I can't afford that sort of thing right now. Maybe next year. Yeah. But uh, Jerry Walter. Uh, got the win in vintage. Hmm. Uh, the name's very familiar, but I can't place it. I don't know. It's fine. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, I think he's an old, like, Losi guy. No, really? Maybe. I might be wrong. I don't know. Um, but they had 170 entries. I would have thought they would have had more. I the problem, the problem with with October for placing races right now is you've got the masters of dirt coming up this, mm-hmm. this next weekend there this weekend, the cactus, yeah. the cactus, uh, not the cactus. Jeez, where am I? Um, but the masters <laughs> of dirt race, then you've got the J concepts, uh, carpet race in, uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then you've got like the fall classic that I'm, I'm going to, um, as announcer, I'm not even racing, not even going to bring a car. Hmm. Um, just running the show. Somebody's probably going to try to give you a car to race. Yeah, maybe. Um, but uh, um, y- y- there's just a lot of races. Yeah. To try to work around. No, that's for sure. And uh, I don't know, but this one was interesting. Um, I'm pretty sure Spencer Rivkin won the mod class. Where's it at? Let me see if I can find it. Yep. It was Rivkin, Cavalieri, Tommy Hines. I don't even think races that much anymore. Uh, Ron Duvall, Scott Spear, Josh Ben, Kevin Gatone, Wanger was there. Uh, Ryan Collar and Richard Lake. Looks like they had. Nice. Looks like they had. I think Richard's Lake. Richard Lake's nickname is Zippy. Zippy. Mm-hmm. And then four. he's a nice guy. I every time I go to the re race, I end up pitting with him. Oh really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, four-wheel drive was Ryan Cavallari, Spencer Rivkin, Ron Duvall, Josh Ben, uh, Kevin Gatton, Kurt Wanger, Riley Wartman, Richard Brody, and Todd Farnham. Check to see if there's anybody else I recognize in uh, like the stock class here. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody that we knew went to that. No, not local. Mm-hmm. I mean. I know some guys that are there, but yeah. Um, uh, Nate Sutherland, the Sutherland families at the masters of dirt. Oh, nice. Okay. So they, they actually, uh, I think they went on a, that's what they did last year. They went like three days early and just sort of enjoyed it. Nice. So they're, they're, they're going down there. I'm interested to see what the track is going to look like. I hope they reveal it soon. Cause, uh, supposedly there's lots of elevation changes on it this year. So I am curious to see that truck's cool at uh, at beach RC. Cause it's got like a, like you run slicks the whole time. It's smooth. There's dust, but you don't really notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that like kind of red clay mixed stuff. Hmm. So, and he's running mod. I think, I think he's going to run mod this year. Oh, nice. So we'll be rooting for him for sure. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? 
okay, let's get into the comments and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here. Um, Peter Renault, did Will thumbs down the Nintendo Online expansion rip video? No. Didn't Nintendo do something where you have to like pay a? It's like micro transactions now for something. Uh, no, I I thought it was like because I pay for Nintendo Online or whatever, whatever their subscription service is. I mm-hmm. have that, and you can play all the NES and SNES games that are on the streaming service or whatever. Oh, okay, as much as you want, and I believe or i think that uh the nintendo 64 games and uh sega genesis games are going to get added to that i don't know if you have to pay more for those but i saw i saw something on reddit uh in the last couple weeks that had a whole bunch of angry people at nintendo so they might have to pay more for it oh maybe uh, maybe that's what that is yeah i mean you could emulate them for free or accidentally (laughs) accidentally accidentally emulate them for free but uh um i mean i don't know i'd rather play them on my switch with all the cool features and like there's like a nintendo 64 controller that you can buy for the switch but the only way you can buy it is through that service oh maybe that's it interesting and you can get a sega genesis controller for your switch oh really which I want to get that. I'm going to get both those things. Is Super Street Fighter 2 on there? I don't know. Man, that'd be that'd Maybe. be one of the games I'd like to play with the Nintendo, or I'm sorry, with the Sega, actual Sega controller. I was really good at that back in the day. Sonic 2 is my favorite. Yeah, Sonics uh, are always fun. Yeah, it's my favorite one. Uh, hopefully they add like Sonic CD and stuff mm. like that to it. or Because there was even like an unreleased Sonic game too that... Uh, would be neat if they ended up adding it to it, kind of like Star Fox, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. two or whatever. But um, who knows? I mean, that stuff could all got lost in the interweb somewhere, and uh, nobody could ever recover it. Type of deal. It's like, like, oh, why don't you just remake this old RC car? Well, the molds don't exist anymore, right? You know? Yeah, it's like all those people. How come you can't reproduce a Jerex Pro SE? You're like, well. Mm-hmm. Because they t- you have to build new molds for an outdated car. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, there's there's a Star Wars game. I think it's Rebel Assault on mm-hmm. Sega CD that I always used to go over to Matt Leibman's house and play. And yeah. his uh, his I believe it was his brother was always like, "You're just here so you can play Sega CD." And I'm like, well, "I mean, kind of." <laughs> yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. Why are you- <laughs> But, uh, dude, Sega CD was one of those things I never did have. I never had one. At one time, because I used to work at a video game store, at one time I had almost every system at once. But Sega mm-hmm. CD was one of the ones I didn't have. Yeah. Because you couldn't find a working one. We had such trouble trying to find a working one that would, one that actually worked. Yeah. So. Huh. Because it was like a thing that plugged into the Genesis, wasn't right. it? Right. Yeah, you like slid yeah. it in. It was this big bulky thing. And you had to slide the, the Genesis in. It, you took a thing out, and there was a little port there. Mm-hmm. And it clicked together, and a lot of times that clicked together, it didn't work. Huh. So whenever we'd get one in use, we had to take the time to get a Sega out, plug everything in, click it all together, and then sit there and wait for it to load. And most of the time, it it didn't even work. Yeah, that or the belt wouldn't work to spin the yeah the CD the disc. It was a big bulky thing. 
mm-hmm. but it was cr- kind of cool. Just didn't have a whole lot of support. Yeah. Cause they released that like right at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. They and did. then like they had that come out and then it's like, all right, uh, uh, Saturn or yep. whichever. I think it was Saturn, and then, like Saturn and then dreamcast. Yeah. The Saturn was like still coming out and then like, all right, you got the dreamcast too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I skipped, I know I skipped the Saturn altogether and I ended up with a dreamcast. Yeah. Did you, I, I don't know if I, I might probably mentioned this on here before cause we get talking about video games, but, um, one of my favorite games to play, uh, so when Gretchen and I first, first moved in together, this is like 2000, November, mm-hmm. November of 2000. And, uh, she never made me pay rent. So I, I got to spend a lot of money on stuff and, uh, a lot of dumb money on stuff, which I still do, but whatever, except I gotta pay rent now. But mm-hmm. anyways, that's beside the point. Um, one of my favorite games to play on the Sega Dreamcast was, um, uh, 24 hours of Le Mans because mm-hmm. you could literally set it up to, to run for 24 hours and do a 24 hour race. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I tried to, I, I stayed up. I remember staying up once to complete a 24 hour race on my dreamcast. Hmm. So that was fun. Gretchen would leave yeah. for work and then come back and I'm still playing it. She'd be like, yeah. what are you doing? racing i'm racing it's important my passion yeah my passion it's important what are, this is my passion that's what i'm doing what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing with your life gretchen i'm paying for rent yeah <laughs> uh okay uh steve rc says hi uh my sister said sweet dad joke will what i do you ha- you, you did a dad joke earlier oh when time. you're like i'm thirsty hi thirsty i'm dead. yeah hi thirsty <laughs> <dad>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm hungry hi hungry i'm dead mm. Uh, jumping picks. Hey, RC friends. What's up from the trails of Colorado? I'm going to go back to Colorado sometime. Uh, Oh, what am I doing? The Rojas Rocas. I'm going to, I'm going to go to that next year if they have it. It's a crawling event at Red Rock. That'd be cool. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to schedule the summer series around that. Hmm. Uh, Steve RC. So the RB 10, would be okay for independent and plex. I think so. I think I think so on dirt, definitely. On dirt, yes. Definitely on dirt. You could you could make an argument, maybe not on carpet. But uh Yeah. Plex would be fine um, on carpet. It's just it's just the rear motor stuff with that much grip would be you'd put you'd probably corner speed wise you'd you'd lose out. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but definitely on dirt. I think it'd be dialed. Um, to be honest with you, I kind of want to get one. I just got muted because the dog. Sorry. Did you tell your dog to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. Well, they're there. I have them down here and they went up to the back door and they're like barking at the back door. Nobody's here. Yeah. Was it, was it the one that snuggled with me or the other one? No, the one that snuggled with you is crying and the other one's oh. feeding into her anxiety and barking. Great. And she was laying down here. Dasha, come here. She was late. Come here, lay on the floor. Come on. She was laying like right here next on the floor next to me. Mm. Like no issues. Uh, Jason Haley says, do it like the Beetlejuice commercial. That'd be kind of cool too. Yeah. Remember, remember that Beetlejuice thing? Oh, yeah, I, I I know the movie. Yeah, I haven't watched that movie in a while. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. <laughs> Steve RC says, don't let the other hobby plex steal your commercial idea. Oh, I don't ooh. think, ooh, I don't think they'll worry about it. Uh, RC, RC on next Tuesday. RC, you next to RC, RC, you next Tuesday. I get it. Uh, good evening guys. Good evening. Uh, <laughs> did you see, did you see the Biden bucket? I did. Ah, oh, so great. So funny. Um, and I also feel less, I, 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 less weird about having Cardi B on it, on the, on the bucket. What was the whole deal with the Cardi B bucket? Like well, I never even, I my, never got the pop culture reference. Well, cause Cardi B took advantage of, of men at, at her clubs and stole from them. That's how the story goes before she was mm-hmm. famous. That's, that's how she oh. made a whole bunch of money. Okay. Her and her, there was like a, they made a movie out of this. They, they, they like had a squad and, uh, they would, they, they would basically like take inebriate the guys that, that were, uh, hiring them to strip or, you know, whatever. And then mm-hmm. they, then they'd take, you know, their stuff. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny that we put Cardi B on the picture of a trash can and then they ran into her. <laughs> Emerson actually thought about that. I don't know. It just turned into a thing. But then I'm like, I was like, well, it's gone. So we need a new picture. And then I was like, what would be really funny there, but not be as weird. And, uh, and then I found a perfect picture of our, uh, of our sleepy president and I, I stuck him on there. So it's great. Yeah. So now that everybody runs into him, I get to say you hit the Biden bucket. Yeah. Or if they, or if they get really close, I say, man, that, Biden just sniffed you. You just missed out. You just missed him. You know, I don't know. I was having fun with it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I keep waiting for that one, that one racer who's just like, like super, doesn't, super left. Doesn't get it. That it's just like funny to make fun of anybody regardless. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, but that doesn't happen. No, yet. Nobody's, nobody's safe. Yeah. That hasn't happened yet. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, let's see. Um, now we get into, we're talking about eight scale. Jackson says his linkages were loctited because I, he did the same thing when he first drove his car. The same thing happened to you as well. Hmm. Um, Alex says, uh, or as Steve said that Alex Eichler tried to do 17.5, but his car broke in the mains and we both missed the main. Ah. Uh, John Haas pointed out that you definitely got faster as the night went on. Oh, uh, thanks John. Uh, Lance says uh, Saturday's track was super fun. I agree. And uh, when are you working on the carpet track Thursday? Jackson, pretty much whenever I have time. The problem with Thursday is that we have a lot of stuff to do. So it might end up being after we close, which is going to cut into after hours. So there may or may not be an after hours this week. Um, I hope there is, but we'll see. Um, They're talking about their kids. Uh, um, Nuthouse said, my oldest is bugging me about coming to race on Saturday in Plexpec. Not sure if he would just get in the way. It's Plexpec. So I don't think you have to worry about anybody yeah, getting in the no. way. Come, come and participate. Yeah. That is all you have to do. Yep. Um, you'll be just fine. Oh yeah. Peter Renault says his are 21 and 24 still at home, wasting all kinds of perfectly good RC kind of money. Who? <laughs> Peter's kids. Oh really? Yeah. Um, 
Jason Haley said the dirt track was only locked from the pits. Both the side doors were open. Well, they're always open. They're actually never closed. Um, that's why we don't keep anything important in there. Riley Filbert says, where am I? I, that sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Where are, where are you? I, I, am I supposed to guess? Yeah. Uh, Cody Mosier wants to know what Schumacher I got. I got the latest mod version. I can't even remember, but there is this modded stock version. I ordered the mod version. Caden Bearden's on here. He said, hey, he's, he hope Nate does good. Like last year. That'd be cool. Yeah. Nate got second last year. Um, Peter says the expansion is a ripoff. Ah, Peter. Yep. 50 us dollars for what? For the, uh, for the Switch expansion. Oh, really? Just so you can play Nintendo 64 games on the line? I think so, yeah. It's $50 a month? I, I think so. That's highway robbery. Yeah. I didn't know that. I ain't doing that. I don't, I don't have money for that. I got, I got toy cars to build. Yeah, me too. Um, Lance Murray says, E-Buggy Fridays, let's go, Brandon. And uh, <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all that's on there. So... We are officially who said who said that? Lance Murray. Oh, all right. Yep. Uh we're officially caught up. Nice. After last week. So Yeah, there was a lot to talk about. Yeah. What's that? Oh, is that your dog? Yeah, they're whining at the back door for no reason. Poor thing. They just they just went outside before we started the show. Like I go outside in the yard with them, I take all the trash out and do and let them play in the yard, and they're out there for like a half hour, and they probably think, "Oh, my wife might be home." I think. Oh, that's probably it. Okay. Oh, listen to them. Yeah. Oh, very cute little crybabies, hound oh. dogs. All right, that's it. We better go. All right. All right. Cool. Enjoy. Well, thanks for, yeah, thanks for watching, guys. Yeah. And listening. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for the super chat. And, uh, yeah, man. Well, uh, I'll pay, I'll pay Will eventually. Yeah. I, I haven't seen any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be able to retire on that. It's like yeah. my, my 401k plan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, as always, this show brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. And, uh, you can find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show. And uh, to either Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad, you can get yourself a, a 0.125 interest rate reduction or $500 lender credit off of a purchase, a home loan uh, purchase or a, uh, a refinance. Either way, just call him and say, hey, I need to talk to Aiden Olson's dad. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Aiden Olson's dad. Yep. Uh, hopefully, I hope Aiden's doing well. I haven't seen him since he went off to college. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't heard or seen of him at all. He's just gone. <laughs> yeah. I hope he's all right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm he's sure fine. he's doing fine. He's probably got a girlfriend already. Yep. You exactly. know. Yep. Eating eating at the buffet every every day. Working on the on the college fifteen. Right. There was a, the freshman fifteen. Freshman fifteen. Yeah. yeah. All right. You better go take care of your dogs. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're dealing I'm never letting them come down here or sit in the stairwell again. Like, <laughs> I thought they'd kind of calm each other, but nope. Nope. Oh, no way. <laughs> they're like, hold my beer. 
All right. You're like, what? You're doing a podcast? Allow oh. me to sing you the song of my people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.